Lisa, you're back on the podcast. I'm back. Third time. <laughs> Third time's a charm. I mean, all the times are a charm. Let's be real here. Okay. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm so excited to have you on. I'm so excited to dive into the conversation we're going to have today. But first, you know what it is. We're going to do it some type of way. Do you want to go first, Lisa? You are our guest. So why don't you share sure. something that made you feel some type of way? Okay, well, my some type of way is good today. Actually, I think the last time I was on, it was good too. It was similar. I was about to go on a vacation. Oh, yes. Yes, now I'm on a vacation. So my some type of way is that I'm loving this trip I'm on. I'm having a great time. I'm feeling relaxed, though I should be doing schoolwork. We're not going to think about that. Yeah, we're hopefully next week, but this week I'll find productivity. But my some type of way is I'm just really happy to be away from home. I mean, they usually travel about once a year and I did get to travel in 2020 in January just before COVID slid in there. Yeah. But this is, I did actually get to travel for 2021. So it's been wonderful to have a change of scenery. I love that for you, girl. I love it for you. I'm sad for myself, but you're living it up for the both of us. (laughs) Girl, my some type of way. Okay. I've been in my feels. I've been in my feels. And this... Adele came out with her album, y'all. Adele dropped her 30 album. And let me tell you... I am Adele. Adele is me. Okay. Because I feel like, I feel like this album in particular is so, uh, relevant to me. She wrote the album, um, because she had gotten a divorce like years ago. And so the album is kind of like her grief of the divorce, like all the things she's going through. And then it's also like a letter to her son and, kind of like how she transformed throughout the years, like her healing journey. I feel like her album is like the podcast version, but like in song, mm, you know, yeah. I feel like we're on such similar journeys. I mean, I don't have a son, so that's basically the only difference, but listen, her album dropped. And when I listen to the songs, you know, there are, there are a few, there are a few artists out there in the world that like you listen to their songs and you just feel what they're mm-hmm. feeling and you just like experience the emotions and girl, like I was crying. Like I was straight up crying, yeah. listening to I some of to the listen. songs, girl, the song that broke me, which I'm, I'm sure if anyone has listened to her album, it's the same song that broke y'all. It's the one that's called my little love. And it's with her, it's for her son. And she has like her son talking in there. And there's this one part, it's toward the end when she's talking. Oh my gosh. Oh, it just broke me. Cause she said something like, she, this is the first time that she's feeling lonely and that she's someone who loves being by herself. But mm-hmm. this is the first time like she's feeling it and she's just so scared and she doesn't know She's scared that this is going to last forever, basically. And I was just like, me too. Girl, I feel you. So it was just, it had me in the feels. I'm there listening to it crying like, oh my gosh, this is me. But yeah, girl, that's my some type of way. And it ties in with our topic. It sure does. I think it's a perfect segue into what we're going to be talking about today, which is 
singleness, y'all. Singleness. (laughs) (laughs) The ring that we don't have on our fingers, okay? (laughs) Y'all, okay. So I was, me and Lisa were talking and we're like, this is a perfect topic because I feel like it's so relevant for both of us in this time. Let's just dive right in. Okay, so Lisa, let's just set the stage here. For everybody who is just tuning in for the first time, you guys will know I have been single for a year and some, a year and a couple months. Yeah. What about you, Lisa? How long have you been single? Uh, I don't even know how to answer this question. I feel like technically, technically 15 years, if you count a little relationship when I was a teenager, but I don't really count it. So I guess generally always. (laughs) Yeah. But it's interesting because we we have in like relationships and then you have like talking kind of, because it's not like you've just been out here like not with these men like you haven't just been <laughs> by yourself this whole entire time okay oh my goodness yes yes this is <laughs> it's just that you know like relationship relationship which is which is honestly yeah. that could be part of the problem we could talk more about that too but yes so you have more experience with singleness than i do so i feel like Definitely. it's a really good um it's, uh, that's why I wanted to talk to you about it, too, because I feel like I'm new in the game. You're not. I feel like we have different perspectives. So let's first ask, like, what has your experience been like as a single person? Throughout my life or just right now? Throughout your life. Let's do, like, a general, like, throughout your life. Okay, well, I've definitely never been the person who wanted to be single. I always wanted to be in a relationship. It was something I wanted from, like, the time you know what relationships are. Yeah. And I just didn't have any luck, I guess. There was a situation where if I liked someone, they didn't like me back. If someone liked me, I didn't like them back. Or we didn't like each other enough to be in a relationship, whatever the case is. So it was always a state I was trying to run from. I wasn't trying to be. Um, until recently that I've embraced it and I enjoy it but it was I think I saw it the way that many people see it which is a a lesser than yeah um, a waiting room until you get what you really want Mm -hmm. I love that we're gonna come back to that yeah I mean my experience has been just like nothing like do I have experience <laughs> let me really? give you guys background let me so here's the thing about me right I feel like I've been the person who I've just been in a relationship like all the time like I'm always in a relationship you know so I was in a relationship with my ex since college began 10 years then we got married and before that I had a relationship with someone and then like it ended for like three months and then I then then I got into the relationship that I was in so like I feel like I haven't been like really by myself in a while and so now that I'm by myself it's kind of just like I feel like I'm in a place of I'm embracing the singleness. Like, I don't feel like I'm running away from it in any way. I think it's because also I'm 
obviously trying to heal myself from this divorce yeah. that being in a relationship is like not the priority right now. So I'm not, I haven't really experienced fully. I have, I have some, but not like, oh my gosh, like I really just want to be with somebody right now. Now it's more just like, I need to heal myself, honey. I don't need to be with nobody right now. I need to fix myself. And I just want to spend time healing and I mean, you know, girl, like in the beginning, I was like, I'm not trying to be with nobody ever. Like, never again. Yeah. Ever <laughs> again. I don't want no relationship. I'm never getting married again. I'm never doing any of it. And I've come to the terms of like, okay, maybe at some point that could be a possibility. Like, I'm not like, this is never happening for me. It's more like, okay, if that happens, great. If it doesn't happen, also great. You know, yeah. I'm like, whatever happens, it's going to be fine with me. But I still have reservations when it comes to relationships and like getting into relationships. So that's kind of like where I'm at in the single, the single realm. So what would you say are like some of your expectations of yourself as a single person? Well, um, theoretically, I'd like to be in this independent. I can do everything myself. But in practice, there are still people in my life who do things for me, and I enjoy that. So what do I expect? I, I want for myself that I have peace, whatever my state is, and that I, um, I guess at my at my ideal, I'm constantly working on myself, not for a relationship, but just for myself. I don't want to sit and be waiting. I don't want to consider this time a period of waiting. But yeah. just living my life to the absolute fullest, like not seeing singleness as a handicap. So I expect to live a good life the same way, you know? I expect to have, obviously, we do have more freedom and more independence and just not having to or feeling like I should have to consider anybody in certain situations and decisions. So freedom. Yeah. I love that. You know, for me, going from being married and being with a person for so many years to now single, it's funny because I feel like when I was even in a marriage, I was very independent. I feel like yeah. I, this is something I feel like my mom taught me. I just was always taught, you need to know how to take care of yourself. You do not want to rely on no man. Okay. And I feel like I did a lot of things. I was very independent, even being in a relationship. So coming out of the relationship, I expected to also be independent and like not have to rely on nobody and just continue that. But the reality of the situation is I did rely on a man for a long time for certain things. And I continue to need a man <laughs> or to rely on a man. The man is now my father um, to do things for me. Like literally you guys, okay. You can't see it right now. Well, let me show you. Oh, can y'all see this? 
<laughs> Do you see these pictures right here? If you're watching on YouTube, I have some frames on my walls and there's nothing in them because oh, I'm like, I can't <laughs> <laughs> yeah, literally, this is what I did. You guys, my dad came to visit me one weekend and I had these frames and y'all, I tried to put it on myself, but it was not working out. So I said, father, please help me. So I had him organize the frames and put them up. I have nothing in them yet because I haven't decided what I'm going to put. But I was like, just put it on the walls, do the hard work for me so that I will be able to do the, uh, the not so hard work later. But like literally things like this, car troubles, like I'm like, father, please help me. Tell me what to do. And in the past, that was the same thing. And it's like, I wish too that I could just fully rely on myself and like not have to worry and not feel like I need to call a man. But this is where we're at, y'all. Okay. <laughs> like, you know, the. I think that's okay, though. I think it's okay, too. You know, the meme that's, yeah. not, that's like the feminism leaving my body when I need yeah. something to happen? That is me right now. <laughs> but honestly, I'm not mad at it. It is what it yeah. is. Yeah. I, I think it's a hot take. I feel like you and I are on the same page. It's a hot take that, like, that is also not something that I really feel like I need to change. I mean, yeah. Yes, I want to not have to rely on somebody, but also like how much do I really want to put the frames up by myself? Like not I mean, that. People, yeah, people in your life to help you, like regardless if you're single, if you're married, if you're whatever. There's people around to help you. You can't do everything yourself. Period. I love it. I love it. I agree. So turning it around, what do you think are expectations that people have of you as a single person? Yeah, I think people expect you to be available and do not respect your boundaries as much as they would respect somebody who is married or has children. You know, it's like you change categories when you get married, right? And especially yeah. children. And people kind of see you as, a bit more out of bounds, less accessible. But when you're single, it's like, oh, you're supposed to be able to jump up and do whatever, come over and do whatever, because what do you have going on in your life? It's like, it's not taken as seriously. Um, what else do people, I think people expect you to be lonely and to mm -hmm. be like desperate for somebody to come along and save you. And I think people are always surprised if you're not in a rush for that and you're not like, Oh, was me finding a man? Literally, yeah. Like in my short time of being single, y'all, I feel like I feel like people expect that the goal is still going to be marriage and being in a relationship again, you know. And yeah. something I know that just from you being friends with you and my other single friends, it is that expectation that this is what you're going to work toward, that you have to work toward being married, having the children. And it's just like, no, I don't have to do anything. I think there's just so many societal pressures in a general sense, but especially for single people, especially for single women, yeah, that we need to do X, Y, Z. And it's like, if we don't, then we're lying to ourselves because that's something mm -hmm, that like, mm -hmm. people don't believe you when you say that you don't want to have children or they don't believe you when you say that you don't want to get married. And it's like, first of all, I don't have to prove anything to you because like, who are you? But second of all, if this is my decision and if I'm telling you this, 
just believe it. I don't understand why it's this like, yeah, you're just saying that now, or you just, you don't know what you're talking about. Like, no, I mean, I remember, I mean, I was saying earlier, just about, you know, coming out of not uh, out of the marriage and people would tell me, don't worry, you're going to find someone again. Like you're going to be with another person. And it's just like, I'm not worried about that. <laughs> like I'm genuinely not worried about finding someone because do I even want to be with someone right now? Like I'm still in a position where I'm trying to figure out what I want and what I don't want. And like right now, I don't want to be in a relationship. And that's not me like lying to myself. That's genuinely how I feel. I don't want to be with somebody. You know what I mean? And like, yeah. take me for my word, you know? Definitely. I relate 100% because this is a different topic slightly, but I want to have children. And I'm constantly getting reactions like that whenever I say so. And it's not even just like people's emotional or, uh, social expectations but it goes deeper than that so like I've heard so many times in different countries women who want to have hysterectomies for example like who may have debilitating pain and want to be able to say what no mm-hmm. and the doctors will say no you might want to, you might change your mind you might want to have a child or you have to get your husband's permission you know so it's that ingrained that it affects your health and it affects how you're treated in the just like mm-hmm. in the medical profession as a single woman or as a woman that has a man in her life that like you don't know what you want will decide for you what you want and that is exceedingly frustrating yeah yeah I I'm over men in particular telling us what we want okay like let's stop that the mansplaining no, miss me with that. And then, yes, like it's it's the societal pressure and it's in every system, especially for women again, because you know what? When you're looking at single men, are people really out here pressuring single men? Because single men have this like, it's almost like, oh yeah, you're living the single life. Like we're being praised for being single. Whereas women, it's like, oh no, you're lonely. You're desperate. You're sad. Like, no. Exactly. And there's never pressure on men either to have children, for example. Like, I don't ever hear any person saying to a man, oh, the clock is ticking. It's time for you to settle down. You need to have your kids. I mean, I'm not saying that that doesn't happen, but it's just not what's typical. And we need to stop that. It's the double standard for me. I can't. I can't. What about like how singleness affects the roles that you play too? Because that's another thing, like jobs or whatever role it is that you have in your life. Like, how does that affect you? Yeah, I think I've seen it more affect other people than it has affected me personally. But in the in the context of the church, for example, there's certain positions that people don't want you to have if you're single depending on their personal beliefs or just depending on their view. So they might think, okay, no, it's against the Bible. Or they just might think you don't have enough experience to, to deal with this, this department, for example, something like family life. So you're limited in people's perception of what you can handle, what you have sufficient experience in. So it's almost like, you're seen as slightly lower than your peers that are married 
as I have given the example when we were talking, you know, there's a lot of people who would not go to a marriage counselor, family therapist that's single because they just feel like, well, you don't know. And so in all spheres of life, people can look down on your knowledge because you're not married, you know, Mm -hmm. you don't have children. What do you know? Yes, it's very invalidating of your experiences and of your competence, because that's exactly what I was going to say for me. It's very much, it hasn't been my experience yet, but I have witnessed it with other people where, yeah, you have single um, married and family counselors, literally licensed, and people don't trust them because, oh, you are not in a relationship. You are not married. You can possibly know what you're talking about. And I'm going to be honest. I was one of those people. I was one of those people who's literally like, I can't go to someone who's not married and when they don't know the problems. And it's just not fair because it invalidates the work that that person has done to get to that position, you know? And I think another thing for me, um, the availability thing, girl, like that is something that I think can affect my work life because it's kind of like, yeah, there, I think that there will more, there will be more lenience on people with families, with children. Whereas if you're single, you don't have a family, they're going to lean on you more to like do certain things, have certain responsibilities because you're more reliable. And it's, it's kind of like a, it's not respectful to the, to you as a human, you know, it's, it's, again, it's looking down on you and the life that you have for yourself and saying it's not as important as someone else who has other, has a family, you know, and it's it's just not fair. Yeah. People really do feel more comfortable crossing your boundaries if you're not married or have children. Yep. Yep. And it's just so frustrating to try to even explain. It's it's almost like you're explaining your like humanness, you know, like, why do we have to do that? It's very insulting, honestly. So you talked earlier about like how you viewed singleness before, kind of like what your thoughts were on it. And you briefly mentioned that now you're in a different space. So like, how did that change? What was, what were the experiences that you had that changed the way you view singleness? That's an interesting question. And I can't even pinpoint when it started, that transition. And yeah. I'm having a hard time thinking of the factors, except I can say one, which is honestly your experience. Your experience changed how I see things so much. And also, it's it's nice to have a single friend. I mean, I have other single friends too. <laughs> but like having one of my best friends be single is kind of like, okay, well, I'm not alone in this. But um, generally, I think, Seeing a lot of unhappy relationships and marriages helped me realize you're signing up for this thing, but do you even know what you're signing up for? Do you even know what it is that you're saying when we rush and do this? And a lot of times people rush and just end up with a person that they're not happy with that wasn't a good match. Yeah. And I am more and more aware of the fact that I don't want to do that. And as I've spent more time with myself, done more self-work, done therapy different things and learn more about myself I enjoy my company I'm comfortable with my company and so for me now it's like looking 
ask somebody as a potential partner, it's like, are you better than my company? You know, I'm not just running to you because I want somebody, but now that I'm comfortable with myself, my life, and I enjoy my life, I enjoy the things I do, it's like, well, a relationship would have to pop this. Mm-hmm. And not to say I have like unrealistic expectations or anything like that, but I'm aware now of the things that make me happy and I'm happy on my own. So I don't need that completion. I don't feel like that's going to complete my happiness, but it's like, I'll choose that when it adds to my happiness, when I can add to his happiness, you know? But I think the biggest change, I guess, has been understanding myself, loving myself and understanding what I want and that I can have what I want alone. And I only want to change that when it's better. I'm not trying to be adding no extra stress in my life. You okay. know, being with the wrong person is just, they say like, you, there's nothing lonelier than being, feeling alone with somebody, you know? Okay. So, I can attest to that girl. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Honestly. Okay. I feel like my view of signalness has definitely changed too. You already know, girl. I was the person always in a relationship. So I was always the person telling all my single friends, don't worry, it's fine. You're going to meet somebody. I think that I always felt like being in a relationship is the final destination for everybody. I feel like I was that person that thought, that this is what everybody wants and this is the thing that will make everybody happy. But in the same way that your view of um, being in a relationship has changed, so has mine. Being married, my views of marriage has changed for sure. And I think therefore it is changing my view of singleness in that I feel like, yeah, marriage is not the final destination for everyone. And that is okay. And being single doesn't have to mean that you're lacking in some like, you're missing something great. Being single can mean equally that you're living your dreams, you're following, um, you're achieving your goals, you're doing all the things that you want to do, and you are fulfilled. And I feel like, that is something that I'm embracing. As I said, like, I have felt lonely at times. So I'm not going to be up here and and say no. But I've also felt like, I've also very much enjoyed being by myself. I'm very much enjoying my independence. As much as I did live a lot of my relationship and married years kind of independent it's still not fully you just it's not possible you have to think about the other person you can't not and so like knowing that I literally don't have to think about anybody I can do whatever I want I don't have to worry about how this person is feeling what this person want to do and just like fully enjoy and do what I want for me I feel like there is a sense of freedom in there that you just don't have you just don't have anywhere else and I'm sure that married people might say that marriage gives them a sense of freedom in another way but I feel a sense of freedom and um, 
Yeah, I'm very much excited about this phase in my life and I'm not I'm not in a rush to change it. I'm not like let me hurry up and like find somebody. Even in my healing process, I'm not thinking to myself, "Oh, let me heal myself quickly so I can be in a relationship." It's literally, "Let me heal myself so I can be a better human and be able to enjoy my life more." You know? And so yeah. I'm very much like kind of in it with you in the sense that now I feel, yeah, I feel like I'm doing what I want to do for me. I'm feeling a sense of fulfillment. I'm learning to love myself more. And that is greater than, <laughs> that's greater than um, being in a marriage where I was suffering. Okay. Like and yeah. staying in it for the sake of staying in it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel good about where I'm at. And yeah, I don't feel like I have to prove that to anyone. So yeah. Yeah. I mean the truth is that there's pros and cons to everything. And I just think people see it as there's more pros on one side. But I think it can be equally balanced. There's pros to marriage so like we're not here knocking marriage or knocking having children choosing that life because there's beautiful things in that a single person doesn't experience but on the converse side you know there's beautiful things in singleness you're not yeah. getting in marriage and I think as you said it's about enjoying the phase that you're in to the max I'm not rushing thinking of the next phase just enjoy it there's yes. so many beautiful things that you have the opportunity to do while you're single and even if you're single for the rest of your life there's just so many beautiful things there and especially if you have a community and I think that's something that's made a difference for me too you know if you're single and you have not you don't have friends or family around you then it's difficult it's even more yeah. difficult because loneliness isn't just for a partner but if you have a really good support system you have really strong friends and family and or family around you then you don't have to feel lonely. It doesn't have to be a lonely part of your life. The things you want to do with somebody, you have other people to do with. You want to do a Europe trip, you go with your best friends, you know? Yeah. You want to go on a cruise, you go with your group of friends. So for me, I'm just enjoying it. If it changes, I'm sure I'll enjoy that phase. But we spend so much of our lives, as they say, like you spend a whole week waiting for the weekend you spend the whole year waiting for your vacation you spend so much of our lives waiting for something good when the period we're in right now there's so much good in it yes just drop the mic lisa okay because yes <laughs> <laughs> i love it oh, okay and then <clears throat> that kind of leads me into my next question of like advice that you would give to single people the holidays are coming up you know like how do you even deal with all of that because we all know the holidays you're going to see all the people posting their pictures with their families and their spouses and going to holiday parties like you guys I, I got invited our work party not not anything it's not fancy it's the work <laughs> holiday party <laughs> but yeah everybody's bringing their plus one and i'm just gonna be here like hey <laughs> you know like how how do we deal with that the first thing i say is that there's nothing wrong with you because there's an expectation that if you're single there's something wrong with you even when we're like the show we watch married at first sight a lot of times it's just this approach. Well, if you're 35 and you're simple, then there's something wrong with you. What's wrong with you? Mm. 
and then you discover something's wrong with the person, that's why you're single. There's nothing wrong with you. And just remember that and go into whatever situation knowing this doesn't mean there's anything defective about me. Secondly, when people ask if you're still single, here is my recommended response. Why are you still single? Just lucky, I guess. They're not expecting that. That helps. Better than saying, oh, I'm still single because nobody wants me or anything like that. Don't approach it as if it is an inferior situation because that's how people will relate to you. But approach, approach it as what it is, which is just another way of life. Stay off social media if it's triggering for you. If you don't want to see everybody getting engaged because it's engagement season coming up again, mm-hmm. all the marriages, all the babies, them, it's okay to take a social media break. And don't look, like you don't need to. And comparison truly is a piece of joy. So like these people are posting up these pictures. You don't even know what's going on behind these scenes. But you see that picture, you think, man, they have the life that I want. Not necessarily. Enjoy the life you have. And make new traditions. Whether it's by yourself or if you have friends, you can do it with. That makes the season beautiful for you and a fun thing to look forward to for you. So if it's self-care, if it's going to the spa, if it's going to the beach, if it's going on a vacation in the mountains, whatever it is, do something that's special for you. And that will help it. If you are feeling lonely, you know, it will help you to feel, have positive associations with the holidays. That's my advice. And my advice to people who are in relationships, don't do that. Don't try to set somebody up. Don't be, why are you single? Poor you, please. Don't be, when the kid's coming, if you have people that are married in your family or whatever, if you have people who are in a relationship, don't be, when are y'all getting engaged? If you're there engaged, don't be. When y'all getting married, if you have one kid, don't be. When y'all having the next kid, like, let people be. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And I agree wholeheartedly. Let's stop this, people. Stop asking people questions about their lives if they're not offering information about what they want to do with you or with their lives. You do not need to ask them. Full stop. Um, I love it, Lisa. And you know what? I think that even for for me, I'm now being a single person into the holidays. Well, I love the I love the point of the traditions, like starting new traditions for yourself. Because something that I'm trying to do is normalize celebrations of things for single people. Okay, it's not just yeah. I am not in a relationship i'm not having a baby but why can't i um be excited about getting a new job getting a Mm -hmm. new apartment getting a promotion moving on like why can't why can't i send out a christmas card with just me you know what i mean like why not so i feel like I did this, you already know, when I moved into my new apartment, I was like, help me, (laughs) y'all. This is my um, apartment warming, okay? (laughs) Give me the gifts. I'm not, I'm single. I'm by myself. I don't have things. I'm not married and I'm not going to be married anytime soon. But I would like a housewarming, okay? So, (laughs) and I sure did. I created it for myself. I'm I am trying to be the change I want to see, which is doing the things that I want to do, things that I still love. Like I love to dress up 
in matching PJs. And guess what? I'm going to do that with my parents. Okay. And we're going to take our pictures on Christmas day as we always do in our matching pajamas. And I want to do the holiday pictures. I'm going to take them by myself, send out the holiday cards. Like I'm going to do all the things that I enjoy just the same. And I think even like creating new traditions for yourself, things that you want. My whole thing is don't wait for like the next best thing. Don't wait for the partner to do the things that you want to do. I have always been also the person to go to the movies by myself, do all like any shows. Everybody knows this. Like if I like a show, I will go by myself. I will. I've gone to, you guys, I'm obsessed with So You Think You Can Dance. (laughs) Okay. And every year I started it from a couple of years ago. I started going to their, um, their shows and I've been, I've been going to like every year since by myself, thoroughly enjoying it, you know, like do things that you want to do. And if you're doing it by yourself, great. Like, I just love the point of, enjoying yourself, enjoying where you're at and being confident in that. Because I agree when you go in there and you're like, hey, nobody wants me. I'm single. I'm lonely. Then people are going to look down on you and feel sorry for you. But don't feel sorry for yourself just because this is where you're at. Love where you're at and appreciate and respect each phase. Because guess what? Just like the seasons come in the year, they come, we can't fight it, okay? As much as we hate the cold, guess what? It comes every year anyways, and you just have to deal with it. So instead of just dealing with it, buy yourself some cute coats so you can thoroughly enjoy the winter, look cute, whatever you want to do, okay? And then just enjoy the phase that you're in. So I love it. Um, Yeah, that's it. Well, that's it. <laughs> if you're single, live it up. Okay. Oh, the single ladies. Let's we're we're although we're not we're not gonna be like what Beyonce says. If you like it, you should put a ring on it. You don't have to if you don't want to. Okay. No. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> uh, this is great. Okay, so last things last. What God has taught you. Lisa, what would you say has has been something that God's taught you? It actually kind of ties in the last thing you said, which is, well, not necessarily enjoy the phase you're in, but praise in the phase you're in. Mm. So, you know, we went to a Bible study and that's what they were talking about. They were talking about Job and they were talking about the fact that we need to give thanks and I remember I went to a service and um, the person said, what would happen if, I don't remember if I said this on a previous podcast, but I'll say it again if I did. What would happen if you woke up tomorrow, everything you had and thank God for was gone? Well, what would you have mm-hmm. left? And that has stayed with me. And, you know, right now I'm in a phase of questions of why are things going, how they're going right now. But that study was a reminder to me I may not have everything I want, but look at all that I have. And thank you, God, for all that I have. And yes. as I go forward, whether things change or not, I hope they do, but whether they do or not, I'm going to try to be more um, intentional in thanking God for what I do have. And he's still providing for my needs. He's taking care of me. I have more than just my needs. I have many of my wants as well. So that's what he's teaching me, to be grateful 
while I wait. I love it. Oh, that's so beautiful. Actually, what God has taught me has been something I think is relevant to this conversation as well. So I'm continuing with my women's study, you guys. Now I'm officially in the New Testament. And I started reading Matthew, Matthew 1. And you know in the Bible where it starts talking about, okay, like, this person is now is the father of this person is a father of this person blah 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 and y'all i'm gonna be real i always skip over that part because i'm like a part of me is like why <laughs> i i mean i guess it's like for history and just so you can know who who was the grandfather of who but to me sometimes i'm reading it and i'm like this is not relevant but i chose to read it today because i was starting to um my study into Mary, the mother of Jesus. And as I was looking at all of the descendants of Jesus, what I saw are ascendants from Jesus. Ascendants? Yes. Yeah, ascendants. What I learned is that, at least in that verse in particular, they named four women. Obviously, they named all the mm -hmm. fathers, but there were four specific women that were named. There, those names were Rahab, Tamar, Bathsheba and Ruth. And the most beautiful thing about this is that all of those women were, they all went through something. They all went through something yeah. really, really hard. And like, I feel like looking at their lives when they were going through their hard times, it is so hard to, in the moment to see what would come of their lives after that. But just to know that they were part of the ascendance of Jesus, like they had a greater purpose. It wasn't just about the suffering that they went through, but like God used the suffering that they went through for a greater purpose. And, you know, to me, the biggest lesson is they're important just as much as anybody else and their history, their past does not define where they're going in the future, you know? And I just love it because I feel like as we're talking about singleness, as we're talking about the phases that we are in life, I think that a lot of people, a lot of women in particular, yeah, they do feel really bad about being in this phase. And, you know, for me in particular, just with the divorce, I did have this thought before of like, who's going to want me? You know, I have all this baggage. I have all this stuff. And like, if I want to get into another relationship, who's going to want that? And I mean, I don't think that I feel that way anymore, but at that, the reason for that is because of these constant reminders that, Hey, like you are not what happened to you. And what happened to you does not have to determine where you're going to go in the future. And so that was just so encouraging for me and something that I hope is encouraging to y'all, women, men, whoever you are, like it doesn't matter what, well, not that it doesn't matter, but what that you're, what you're going through right now, if you're going through a hard time, that doesn't have to determine the rest of your life. It doesn't have to, it doesn't equal that the rest of your life is going to be terrible. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's it yeah lisa thank you so much for this i had such a good time i know the people are gonna love yeah. it <laughs> thank you for having me again i love every time i'll see y'all next season probably definitely y'all already know the deal <laughs> <laughs> until next time you guys bye